This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio. I'm Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Each week, we come together to talk about topics of current interest and importance to your personal finances, retirement, investments, insurance, taxes, funding for college, everything's on the table. Our goal here is to educate and to make complex concepts understandable. Hopefully, our listeners will be motivated to act on something they learned today, and we're going to try to have some fun while we're at it. So joining me in the studio today is Lori Gross, the investment advisor and fiduciary leading our Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Rob and Tony. Yeah, there's that other disemboweled voice we're about to hear rounding out the panel, our good friend and co-host and the guy that really makes this show work, Mr. Tony Shore. Good sure. morning. Did you forget my last name? I Rob, think he did. A... <laughs> no, that was just for effect. I've got more effect stuff coming. <laughs> hey, it's going to be a hot one today. 85 in town, 95 in the valley. I suggest you all pile the old jalopy and head on out to that beach. You do that way too well. <laughs> it's a little a Southern California weather report for today. How about that? Hey, I would take that today <laughs> over what we're having. Let me tell yeah. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not spring yet in Ohio, is it? Well, the, the, um, yeah, I can't even talk. <laughs> the calendar says it. I almost said the map says it is. The calendar says it's spring, but Mother Nature says it's not yet. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I, I was out with the dogs this morning and the birds are, are out there singing. I think they were complaining about it being cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. They came back uh, and, hey, this isn't spring. What happened? So yeah. uh, today's episode, I think it's going to be a good one. But before we get into that, Lori, how have you been? How's the family? How are the kids? Uh, the family's doing good. Uh, my son's playing baseball. So baseball oh. season has officially started. And, you know, so so yep. have those cold, rainy games we get to sit through. And it's, it's been it's been a wonderful last couple of weeks starting out this season. And I'm ready for some warm weather for it because... I don't mind sitting through a baseball game, but I want the sun to be shining, please. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How about you, Rob? What's going on? You've been busy just with work, I bet. Absolutely. Uh, we've been extraordinarily busy for this time of year, even considering tax season. And it's the it, uh, Lori and Amber are just trying to make sure I don't go off the deep edge right now because. <laughs> uh, I is don't know. The time. There's days we think about pushing him, so. <laughs> Yeah, they say I get a little cranky this time of yeah. year, and that's probably true. But And jittery. Uh, I think you drank, what, 30 or 40 cups of coffee just to prepare for the show today? Yeah, it, it really, it's really amazing. When I switched to decaf, I had to quadruple my uh, my uh, coffee intake just to get the same effect. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, decaf isn't why you drink coffee, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But we are going to have fun. We're also going to talk about taxes and have fun. I don't know how that's possible, but I guess <laughs> talking about tax refunds, that's the fun. The refund even has the word fun in it. 
Absolutely. Uh, so, he does. Yeah. So everybody likes tax refunds, and I just found out, uh, no offense, the reason I don't use Rob, I'm going to tell our listeners, I would use Rob to do my taxes, uh, of course. Uh, you're my financial guru, but my mother is a CPA, and she does our taxes every year for my family. And I am getting a return this year, Rob. And so I don't know if you're going to scold me for that. And it's actually a decent size return. I heard all these rumors that the returns were going to be really small this year. But um, we got a bigger return than we did last year. Well, those are some of the things we're going to talk about today. That's, that's really yeah, let, a, a let's good Let's talk lead about in. how you get to spend that refund. Absolutely, because that's really awesome. where the fun is. You know, if you're going to get a refund, yeah, fun being part of it, yep. uh, you probably have some ideas on how to spend that money. Yeah, uh, it's perhaps gone. we haven't gotten it yet, but it's gone. Okay, so <laughs> so is it a, a, a new TV, escape to an exotic destination? It can be one of a number of things. And, you know, and, and Tony, you're right. The, in the press, you've heard that this season's tax returns are not as large as they have been in the past. That story is evolving. So let's look at some actual facts. The data released from the IRS this week, or for the week ending February 22nd, showed that the average tax refund is $3,143. So Tony, do you have an over or under on that? I'm over that amount. God love you. That's slightly higher than the average refund filed by roughly the same time in 2018, which was $3,013. Three grand's a healthy chunk of change. Anything over that's even a healthier chunk of change. Now, add uh, to this the fact that people are taking home more in their their paycheck every week or every other week or month, however they get paid, due to the lower tax rates and the lower withholdings from their paychecks. So today we're going to talk about a March 2019 Motley Fool article entitled The Four Best Ways to Use Your Tax Refund. Now, I'm not sure that they're always the four best ways, but they're ideas that everyone should at least consider. So we're going to focus on some financially beneficial ways to use your tax refund to set up yourself for your future financial security. Ah, okay. So, you know, I was figuring uh, that I would be increasing my financial IQ today, but you want to talk about taxes. Uh, I was hoping for the next great hot stock tip or initial public offering insight from you, Rob, but I, I guess it is tax season, and I know that you're crazy busy right now with that, as we mentioned. And uh, taxes are one of the few things we can always count on in life to be there, right? Well, you know, that's what the old jokes would have you believe, at least. Sure. Uh, in fact, the, the old idiom of death and taxes being uh, certain has, has been attributed to both Ben Franklin and author Daniel Defoe in various works. And, and I would offer one more thing that is certain, and that is change. Uh, the, the tax code is the first of a major change and the forms are their forms are different as well as tax brackets and tax rates. Uh, but let's focus on the ways to use your tax refund that are mentioned in the article instead of you know historical debates on on the subject. So the first way that's mentioned in that article is to create or add to an emergency fund. you know we've, we've mentioned those before and everybody should have one. Um, Yet most individuals do not have enough funds in their savings accounts in case of an emergency. Uh, GoBankingRates.com has surveyed Americans about how much money they have in their savings accounts. And each year since 2015, the survey results have shown that most adults don't even have $1,000 in a savings account. And that trend continued throughout 2018. 
emergency savings can help in the in the event of major medical issues, household repairs, car repairs, or or even avoiding additional debt. And so one of the questions we always get is, how big should that emergency fund be? Now, that final answer totally depends on what amount in savings makes you feel safe and comfortable. The general planning guideline we use is three to six months of expenses in a liquid, no-risk savings account. Now, granted, the interest rates on savings accounts are really low, but the purpose of those funds are to be there when they're needed. Emergency funds are not designed to grow. They're not designed to generate income. And for many, just having money, quote unquote, just sitting there and doing nothing presents a real emotional issue. Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, emotions always come into play when we're dealing about finances and what to do with our money. Uh, Something that I've been thinking about recently is how long things last, actually, because everything has a lifespan. And my wife and I have been thinking about what to do with our tax refund. And what if an appliance were to suddenly break? That can be really expensive and an unexpected cost, right? Well, that's a really great point, Tony. And, you know, because appliances may not immediately come to mind when thinking of an emergency, uh, but I'm sure that you'd feel differently if that furnace went out in the middle of winter or the air conditioning in the middle of summer, uh, depending on where you live in the country. So think about your appliances for a second and, and how old are they? Are you planning to replace them soon? According to the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors, the average lifespans for some common household appliances include uh, dishwashers that that lifespans about nine years, freezers are 10 to 20 years, refrigerators, nine to 13 years, your central air conditioning, seven to 15 years, and that's a big ticket item there, Um, furnaces, 15 to 25 years, depending on the furnace. Those are just some of the pieces of your home. Uh, And using your tax refund to help build up a larger emergency fund could be a very valuable way to avoid accruing debt along the way as well. Well, and you mentioned debt. It reminds me of that show we did, Debt Danger, Will Mm -hmm. Robinson. Uh, And debt can be dangerous for a lot of folks. Uh, So avoiding it sounds like a great idea to me. It is a great idea, Tony. And in fact, the second way the article recommends you use your refund also deals with debt. The suggestion is to use your tax refund to pay down debt. You could use the tax refund to pay down a car loan or a credit card balance, which is going to help you avoid future interest. And avoiding those interest charges will help you save even more money in the long run. It can be a great way to improve your financial situation. And then you mentioned in our old radio show that in your experience, debt can be a danger for many Americans. So let's dig into that just a little more. Another resource I want to utilize today is an article from thebalance.com from December of 2018 entitled, Reasons Debt is Bad for You. Now, it's common to say debt is bad, but let's take a moment to talk about exactly why debt is a danger. Yeah, it sounds like a valuable exercise. So what's the first reason debt is bad for us? Well, Tony, the first reason mentioned in the article is that debt creates a temptation to spend more than you can afford, that immediate gratification Mm -hmm. thing. Debt allows for the emotional high of getting new things or having new experiences without feeling the pain of parting with money right away. It may even feel like you're getting something for nothing, even though you're trading immediate gratification for a potentially higher payment down the road. But debt does cost real money. And that comes in the form of interest. And the higher the interest rate, the more you're going to end up paying. Well, and we need that reminder sometimes. So to recap, 
uh, debt can create a habit of spending too much, and that spending is going to be more expensive in the long run, especially credit card, things like that. Correct. And, you know, th that's this seems simple enough, but to help drive that point home, the article does a good job of offering a simple scenario. So let's say that, that you decide to get a new living room set for your home. The total cost of this set is $2,000. You use a credit card with an annual percentage rate of 11% to pay for that living room set. And if you make the minimum payments to pay off the living room set, you would end up spending more than $3,400 for that living room set. Um, so you can see how higher interest rates are, are, are another reason that debt can be bad for you. Well, you know what, Lori? That's a lot of extra money to spend on the same living room set. And mm -hmm. uh, now that you brought it up, I'm going to feel self-conscious when I have you guys over to visit me at my house. <laughs> um, but our time is almost up for this first segment of the show. Rob, how about you? Do you have anything you want to add before we take a quick break here? I do, Tony. Uh, preparing for retirement is an important part of your financial process, and learning to take advantage of what is available in the tax code is a key component to anyone's retirement income plan. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to start the process to receive your complimentary personal tax map analysis tailored to your situation. While you're at it, schedule a no cost, no obligation, one hour consultation. We'll go over the results of the review and answer any other questions that you've got. You can check out our website at outlookfc.com. Click on the tax planning menu and fill out the online appointment request if you'd rather do that as opposed to calling. While you're on our website, we encourage you to explore all the educational resources that are there and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Take the opportunity to go to uh, the radio page on the website and look at our other broadcasts and subscribe to them and the podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. As always, Tony, our goal is the same for all of our clients. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. All right. Thanks so much, Rob. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more ways to use your tax refund to improve your financial situation here on Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Outlook Financial Center, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 937-552-9990 or visit us at outlookfc.com to learn more. Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio. I'm Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And continuing the conversation with me today is Rob Burnett, the CEO of Outlook Financial Center and the man with the voice for radio, Tony Shore. Today, we've been examining a March 2019 Motley Fool article that was entitled, The Four Best Ways to Use Your Tax Refund. And two of the ways we've already mentioned are to add to your emergency fund and to reduce debt. And in the last segment, we examined a few of the other ways that debt can actually be bad for you. And, and Lori and Tony, before we move on from the conversation about debt, I do wanna point out that debt isn't necessarily bad. It's simply something that's a part of your financial picture. In order to make some of life's larger purchases, like a car, a home, a boat, or some other large item, you will need a history of using debt correctly. It isn't a question of avoiding all debt, but more a question of how to use debt correctly to manage your long-term financial health. 
This is absolutely something we do at Outlook Financial Center and have worked with our clients to help them achieve. It's something you could consult with a financial services professional to help you do as well. Debt danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> That's right. it. Just, just had to say that. See, I said, uh, but voice you do for make radio. a great point there, Rob and Lori. You guys are, are covered that one. Great debt is just one part, though, of a larger financial strategy or system that you always talk about. So, what's the next way to utilize our tax refund? Well, the third way, Tony, is to improve your financial situation through retirement savings. Now, this may be through making a lump sum contribution to a traditional or Roth IRA, or maybe you're going to increase the funding of your 401k plan at work. Perhaps your financial plan has some other options available that you've strategized with your financial professional. The point to be made here is to be intentional and to have a strategy to handle these kinds of lump sum cash opportunities. Well, the same case could be made as, as well regarding raises and bonuses from your employer. Uh, having a plan in place to handle this can also improve your future tax situation as any contribution to a tra traditional IRA or 401k can reduce your taxable earnings. And the, the largest benefit of using your tax refund to increase your retirement savings comes from compound interest. So doing the math, a tax refund of 2,500 today would be worth more than 19,000 in 30 years if invested and assuming a 7% annual rate of return. So even if you don't have 30 years before retirement, every cent of additional savings will have a long-term impact for you. Wow, and are there limits as to how much we can contribute to an IRA or these retirement accounts like 401ks? That's a really great, great question, Tony. Um, there absolutely are contribution limits. Uh, in my experience, it can be confusing for clients to follow the changes. Uh, each year, the Internal Revenue Service announces the cost of living adjustments affecting dollar limitations for pension plans and other retirement-related items. So for 2019, the contribution limit for employees who participate in a 401k, a 403b, uh, most 457 plans, and the federal government's thrift savings plan is increased to 18,500 or from 18,500 to 19,000. And the limit on annual contributions to an IRA, which last increased in 2013, is increased from uh, 5,500 to 6,000. So the, the additional catch-up contribution uh, limit for those individuals that are age 50 and over is not subject to an annual cost of living adjustment and remains at $1,000 as well. So it's good to know these numbers and, and this means an individual who hasn't reached those contribution limits could potentially use that tax refund then to additionally fund that IRA or their retirement accounts. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, potentially they could, Tony. And it's important to note that the catch-up contribution limit for employees age 50 and older who participate in employer plans like 401ks, 403bs, 457 plans, thrift savings plan is still $6,000. So combined, you can put in a total of $24,000 into your employer plans uh, if you're age 50 and older. Well, you just mentioned something there, Rob. I'm going to stop you right there. What's the federal government's thrift savings plan? Well, Tony, the Thrift Savings Plan, and it's you'll hear it referred to commonly just as the TSP. Oh. It's a it's a tax deferred retirement savings and investment vehicle that's offered to federal employees, and it's also offered to the military. Uh, this allows the federal workers to have access to similar retirement savings and tax benefits as workers in the private sector. It allows uh, 
Federal employees the opportunity to save income, uh, receive matching contributions from their employers, and reduce taxable income. Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, that's something I wasn't that familiar with. I'm glad you brought it up. It, it seems like we uh, mention those others a lot, like the 401ks, the IRAs, but the thrift savings plan, that, uh, that doesn't come up a lot on the show, uh, but it makes much more sense to me now. Of course, Tony, that's it's good. You know, I, I want to point out that it's it's important to never be shy about asking for clarity when it comes to your financial matters. You know, there are many different types of products and strategies out there, and not all of them are right for everyone. But you do need to know what's available to you and how they work. Hey, we have to take another quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add, Rob, before we do? Well, Tony, I just want to encourage everyone to give us a call at 937 552 9990 and get your own complimentary personal tax map analysis. We want to show you how this can fit into your overall financial picture and where you can start taking advantage of some of the things the tax code allows you to get into. Schedule a one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation. Let us go over your analysis with you, answer your questions, check out the website at outlookfc.com and all the educational content that's there and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. The goal, Tony, we have for all of our clients still remains the same, and it's all ties together. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Yeah, good advice, a good goal to have, and this all sounds like a great opportunity. Listeners will be back right after these messages with more of Financial Wellness Radio and our hosts Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Outlook Financial Center at 937-552-9990 or visit outlookfc.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to our final segment for this episode of Financial Wellness Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Along with our hosts, the man with the plan, Rob Burnett, and the woman with the plan, Lori Gross of the <laughs> Outlook Financial Center. And if you have a question about anything, of course, you can give Rob and Lori a call at the office, 937-552-9990. Uh, today, you've been talking to us about that uh, the four best ways, basically, to use our tax refunds. And you already discussed three ways, add to our emergency fund, reduce debt, and maximize contributions to those retirement accounts. What's the final way that you want to talk about today? Well, Tony, the final way to use the tax refund is to consider investing in a taxable investment account. This may be a good option for you, especially if you've already maxed out all of your allowed retirement savings account contributions. These funds would potentially be available for withdrawal before age 59 and a half without incurring tax penalties. Now, it's important to remember, you're going to be taxed as you go on any capital gains and dividends you realize through that investment account. Be sure to consult your tax professional or a tax-savvy financial services professional to answer any questions about tax or capital gains implications. Well, yeah, obviously, we want to make sure uh, that we have all our ducks in a row when it comes to minimizing that tax burden and understanding where we're at with our taxes. And you encourage me not to be shy about asking questions. So... Maybe it would be a good time to remind our listeners about the benefits of a, a taxable uh, brokerage or investment account. 
Well, you know, we often talk about 401k accounts and IRAs and even sometimes Roth IRAs, but we don't always bring up taxable investment accounts as an option. You can open a taxable investment account with any investment advisory or brokerage firm. Taxable investment accounts are not commonly referred to as retirement accounts, but they're still a tool that you can use for wealth accumulation. Funds in a taxable investment account are not subject to early withdrawal penalties or required minimum distributions. This allows for more freedom in accessing these funds, particularly for clients that want to retire earlier than age 59 and a half. Well, now, as the name would indicate, these types of investments are taxable then. How does that come in and how does that all work? Tony, the money that's earned is taxable in the year that you earn the money. So you've already paid taxes on it before you put the money in there. Now, there are going to be taxes on capital gains and dividends, things that that money earns. And these taxes are going to depend on the length of time that you've owned the investment. If you've owned the asset you're selling for less than a year, you're going to be taxed at your ordinary income tax rate based on your income and tax filing status. If you've owned the asset for more than one year, the asset becomes subject to the rules and stipulations of the long-term capital gains tax, which also includes the amount of your overall taxable income as reported on your annual federal tax return. This is real simple, isn't it, Tony? Yeah. So I recommend you're getting you, in the weeds. I, I am. I am in the weeds. But this is why you want to consult a good financial services professional before acting on any asset sale. So you have a good idea of the potential dividends and capital gains tax ramifications. Yeah, good information to have. But how could this asset be used for retirement? Well, if, if you were willing to, to utilize your taxable brokerage account as your sole source of income uh, for the year and you kept your withdrawals below that 15% tax threshold, then you would not be required to pay any taxes on those distributions. But if you're above this threshold, if you have it, additional income you know, beyond the sales, you may be taxed higher, although the tax amount would be likely less than if withdrawals were taxed at the standard income tax rate. So a taxable brokerage account could help provide monthly or yearly income during retirement. Well, we're out of time for today's show, but great information, Rob and Lori. Is there anything else, Rob, you want to add before we go today? Well, Tony, I hope our listeners found the topic today useful and educational, but now is the time to take action with what you've learned and do something with it. So give us a call at 937-552-9990 or go into our website and ask to receive your complimentary personal tax map analysis tailored to your situation. Get that one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation to go over uh, the analysis, get your questions answered. Once again, uh, take a chance to uh, look at the radio tab on our website to get a chance to review other shows, to subscribe to the podcast. Because once again, all we want our clients to do is retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com.
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.